Chavez got a flap on it. Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Rainbow Podcast, proudly supported by Sideline Sports School at Erina. This week, we talk to Tom Hiardier, discuss the victory draw, and look forward to the game against Dad's Army. I'm Jimmy, and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and Morrow. How are you, gents? Hello. Marvellous. Well, indeed. Thank you. Marvellous, eh? Marvellous. Yeah, it's a bit... Um, I don't know what to feel this week. A bit of nothing, isn't it? It's a bit <laughs> a of very nothing. bit of... Mm. It's an empty pit of mm. despair. Yeah. Mm. It's a bit. It's a bit like we should be on lots more than what we are, but we're not. So I don't know what to feel. Me either, because I wish we. In a yeah. way, I wish we were worse, because we just we're good. You wish we, we were worse. Yeah. You wish we <laughs> were worse. <laughs> worse. Then that what would justify sort of you. That would justify our poor points. You need to go back two seasons ago, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, walkout song. <laughs> One. Well, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. Come on, what are you, Josh? What Could are you talking about? Do it, Josh. You know you look like you know it. When you're leading, but it doesn't happen. Oh, right. Oh, yes. I, was, I was thinking of something else. Right. Don't worry. Okay, come on, Josh. Right. The old bloke gets your one. I thought it was about Josh Rose giving the ball away all the time. <laughs> I'm not that cynical. <laughs> that's rough, Josh. That's rough. Yeah. Well, that's I'm not Josh wrong, on Josh surely. Rush, roughness. Um, yeah, we can't hold a lead. Well, not just ourselves. You know, thinking of Wellington 3-0 up in, what, 20 minutes? Mm, and we know that feeling too. Don't let the Mariners walk your dog. They can't hold a lead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And don't, uh, don't buy those bed sheets. <laughs> that are on Facebook if you see them. Can't Josh? Yeah, we was meant to line you up there. We'll get to that. Just we'll All get right. to that later. I just set you up and you've just ruined it. <laughs> anyway, you've no, you've, you've gone off early, mate. The first time. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down there. Um, Fred's question. The question is, where's Fred? I don't know where he is. I have a nerd from him. Mm. Yeah, mm. we've got his merch pack, and he just he's just disappeared. He left India, okay, didn't he? Fred the world traveller. Yeah. I don't know, we haven't heard from him. <laughs> yeah, last I heard he was in Bangalore up to his eyeballs in hot curry. Lovely. Well, if, if you're listening, Fred, you need to send in your questions because we need content. Come so. on, Fred. <laughs> We're relying on you. We miss you, honey. Love you. Um, anyone else called Fred can send in their questions <laughs> too, I guess. So it doesn't just have to be one guy. Any Freds? Any Freds out there listening? We need you. We need a Fred mm. usurper. Right, um, second division. Uh, FFA <laughs> have sort of backtracked and realised they need people to like them and uh, sort of bring in this second division that um, AAFC have uh, released the championship blueprint saying that they could pay for it and the FFA are like, hmm, we don't need to pay for something for them. <laughs> <laughs> that well, that was my But we still don't true. like it is what they've said. It's a good idea. Like, obviously, we want football to grow and that's part of it. But do they have the money? Do clubs have the money to 
spend to use with this league. I think these a lot of these NPL clubs have a lot more money than what people think. Like and, the bigger um, ones, the bigger ones. Yeah, have, yeah, the bigger money. ones. Not everyone, but I don't know if they have. I don't think enough they have enough. Money. Exactly. That's what's going to be the hard part. And I mean, you got. I, I was reading earlier today that um, Heidelberg in Victoria have uh, some sort of thing set up with. I'm going to completely butcher his name, but Kesuki Honda. Kaiski. Was that Honda. close or no? Um, but he is apparently pumping money into Hodelberg and uh, about 500 grand. And then there's all this money going in from uh, some Japanese investors and they're building sort of like new facilities and everything like that. So these MPL clubs do have a way of doing that sort of thing and it's not uncommon. But I, it's. There's still a lot of questions. There's a lot of ideas being thrown around, but there's minimal answers coming out, I think, on how it's all going to work. Isn't it a good idea, though, for somebody who isn't uh, at FFA to come up with some proposals that at least give a bit of direction for a discussion so that we can find out? Maybe we can get the answer to the question that Josh is raising about whether or not they can um, be sustainable when they actually have to foot the bill for a national competition. Maybe this is a great way to stage some of those clubs that you know, have been out of the top flight for a long time but uh, do have the money and probably do have the fans and maybe even have some sustainable models. Um, we can stage them in the second division and ultimately when it's appropriate and there's still some you know, protection for A-League licences to think about, then once they're staged we can weed the, the clubs out that do and don't have the ability to uh, sustain themselves and uh, that is a, isn't that a good way for us to expand the A-League? Hmm. It's interesting because a lot of the A-League licences are until 2034, 2035, something like that. So all uh, all of the clubs now would have to agree to promotion and relegation if that were coming before then. And I think promotion would come in before relegation. Yes. Yeah. Probably I about two seasons. That's how I think it should go. They should set up this whole second division make sure it's all viable and then you have promotion for three or four years, get the A-League up to 16 teams or something, bring other clubs in to bring up to fill up the championship and then eventually you have the pro role. It's going to be a slow process. Well, my opinion on this is I think we're all in agreement here that promotion and relegation is a staple of football all over Europe, all over the world and it'd be good to have it here. But I don't want to go off half-cooked, if you know what I mean, and it not work. Because if it doesn't work and it's not sustainable, then it's dead. Agreed. I'd rather I'd rather wait to make sure that it's all ready to go and that the, it's sustainable and then go in for it. But I well, don't know how many years is that going to be down the track. That one of the problems happen. it could be is that it could be sustainable on a national level but not necessarily for a specific club such yeah. as our own. Yeah. Um. You're going to need to get a whole league sponsor for the second division. Mm-hmm. Um, I think T- co- TV rights? Yeah, TV deal. Yep. Whether anyone would bother showing it or not. I don't know. Crowds? And I, what, what is a second division well, crowd going to be well, like? Look at the A-League this season. It's, it's struggling yeah. crowd, crowd figure-wise. Yeah. I mean, we do, we do have a big fascination with crowds regarding football I think in this country. We're the most reason. obsessed nation on earth with crowd numbers. Yeah. I, I don't mean, think anyone else in the world cares about crowds as much as Australians do. Yeah, I mean, outside of the top couple of leagues in Europe, if you go down to some of the... Even in a country like Spain, if you go halfway down the table, 
they're only getting eight thousand, yeah. nine thousand, ten thousand. Well, Ibar's only got twelve thousand seat stadium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and I Bourne, think Bournemouth as well is in the Premier League, and their stadium's only like fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think the crowd thing is kind of irrelevant. But at the end of the day, that is how a lot of clubs make money as well. Yeah, well, we don't and have the TV deal that you know the Spanish do yeah, or the English. Yeah. So. And I mean, if you if you imagine it, so say if we were to be relegated, and the second division TV deal is worth quarter yeah. of what the Foxtel deal is we rely on that TV deal money to, to get by stay almost even and we still lose money um, if we're in the second division and we don't get that money from the TV deal then we're going into the red very quickly unless we go straight back up and I mean those are the sorts of things that have to be worked out because otherwise clubs will just die you need to work out your player contracts too well before that whole relegation thing comes in because mm. if you, you go to, down to the yeah. second division, then player contracts are going to be will go way down, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So you're going to need to sign that in. So you sign yeah. in a clause saying if and we get relegated, clause, yeah. this is what your new salary is. Yeah. Although I mean, on the other hand, you can go well. That gives it players more pressure to perform and more like more in, more in, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, more incentive. enticement, incentive yeah. to play better and get better results but yeah it's got to be sustainable you'd have to also look at parachute payments too so if you do get relegated then you don't get um you know straight down to the the next financial set you sort of get a parachute so you'd get money left over from the previous season from a league so there's a lot of planning required not just for those who want to get into the league but for those who are in the league but it's 2017. If those licences have got 15-plus years remaining on them, then surely there's a timeline in there that we can you know, um, deal with all of those issues through planning. So I don't disrespect this group for coming up with a proposal to start the conversation. Um, the suggestion that this is going to be implemented in two years' time or any particular it's time frame, very, that's a bit too yeah, much. Yeah. The idea that they would be given an AFC Champions League, league position is that was, that was thing that was the most ridiculous Rubbish. thing of that whole thing i think the rest of it was okay but saying oh the second tier should get a acl spot no sure. even even the top teams in the a league are do pretty well to be able to compete with the asian teams that are worth 100 times more than a league clubs are so it's a pretty green proposal but surely the work that these people have done covers a few hundred thousand dollars worth of consultancy fees that Gallup could have to pay to people to do the research um, mm. himself if, if we actually have interest in the second division. And if we don't, then we should, um, because obviously we want to make uh, football as inclusive as possible. That's the thing I like about it. As much as, you know, there's the old soccer view, then uh, th- until we have all football fans in Australia united and working towards a common good, then, you know, what do we got? Yeah, I mean, they do seem very organised and that's the good thing about it. And, I mean, that's why they should be listened to because, um, you know, the backflip that the FFA have done the last 48 hours when it went from, you know, there's no way to do this to basically David Gallup writing a letter to the AAFC inviting them in for a meeting just because uh, Football Federation Victoria didn't uh, support their idea for the new model so they've had to backflip on it and then all of a sudden look like they're all nice and they're trying to be all buddy buddy with everyone um it's because the extraordinary general meeting is supposed to be tomorrow Mm. and they're hoping for it to be cancelled can't wait for fifa to come in and clean all this mess up hey they've known about it for months though they should have agreed to discuss it months ago and then they wouldn't have this issue tomorrow is the deadline fifa cleaning up a mess 
That's just <laughs> hilarious. How ironic. It's like using a dirty mop. Yeah. It? <laughs> it's like using a sponge of shit on it to knock down the window. <laughs> I was trying to keep it civil, but I'll leave it, yeah. <laughs> um, a Sydney fan managed to score off the field. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> Do you know about the story? Why, why are we mentioning this? No. I'm getting frightened just to hear that there is a story. There was a triple X video that surfaced. Not the movie. <laughs> a triple X movie. Yeah, we've got, there's a look. There's, that a, there's an on adult. A site. There's an adult <laughs> film on a specific site that has Sydney FC scarves in the background hanging up. If so. you want to see the oh, image, let yes, me know. Actually, I'm vaguely aware of that. Look, anyway. the most the most annoying thing about this is nobody has put a link up anywhere. I've got the image. I've got the image. <laughs> I've seen it talked about and haven't it's on seen A-League one memes. link. Do you really want to watch it? Well, it's A League related. Like, <laughs> it's, it's research. Re- it's research. Yeah. It's important. <laughs> to link stay for a- research purposes. It's important to stay abreast of what's going on in football. <laughs> Shut up, Mara. <laughs> <laughs> right. Speaking of video, uh, Jets are getting a new big screen. Um, Meanwhile, I couldn't read the time on ours. Yeah, the, scum, the scum are going to have a new big screen before us. And was it just than it was ant text? Could you read it? No. no. We, so I'm, I'm not the only we were, one. We were I'm try- not going blind. I, couldn't. I was trying to figure out how much time was left. Like wh- I yeah. couldn't see. Yeah. I couldn't oh. see swear. I couldn't see shit. I There's a young fellow who's about eighteen in, in the row ahead of me, and I kept saying to him, "Dude, what does that clock say? How yeah. many minutes?" Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise we were in extra time in the first half. I'm like, oh. I could tell 10 minute I, blocks. I thought it was the 63rd minute, and then I realised, oh, wait, no, it's the 83rd. I'm like, oh, all right then. So there's not a lot of time left. It was just, yeah, the, the screen just isn't good. Time to get one that is about six times the size of the screen that we have at the moment, minimum. Mm-hmm. Just the one will be fine. I'm happy to spend, I'm happy if the council spends about Can the council just help us out? Fine, really. Can council? the council just help us out for once? Could please? you please, please? And uh, weren't, weren't the toilets in the dark as well? Again, yeah, well, we've mentioned that before here. We saw one of our fans, not our fans, but the Mariners fans. Hey, you might listen. It was Graham, wasn't it? Anyway, um, I think I know the toilets he's talking about. The ones near the stairs at the entrance on the mm. eastern side. You go in there it's and pitch black. you, honest to God, need a torch. Journey to the centre of the earth. You just need a, you need your flashlight on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to drop it though, do you? Yeah. Credit where credit's due though, I did notice that uh, there has been some renovation work in some of the west side corporate boxes. In fact, at least one. Oh, good, all right then, mate. Them. At least one. Co- I wasn't nowhere near going in them, but I could see behind because me Because we're corporate box them. people. They've joined at least uh, two of them into one to make what now looks like a quite comfortable area and our Mariner boys were sitting in it, actually. As long as the corporates are looked after, that's all right. Well, you know, you've got to start somewhere. Hopefully they can build some change yeah. rooms. Don't worry. don't worry about us plebs Get an in audio system not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're proposing to bring prawn sandwiches down to you people. But Should we how, talk? How was the audio system on the weekend? What audio system? No, no, seriously, how was it? The audio system is an absolute fail. I, I guess that that was what the club was after with the band being involved. I'm not talking about the brass band. I'm talking about the pink band, the pink cover band. That oh. uh, they, they put were good. Out, yeah, they put way. out some good sound, really? actually. I yes. heard them before the stadium Snooze. opened and they sounded good. I heard my mate was on guitar. He looked familiar. Cluffy. Hmm. No, don't, Just a river. don't know them. But yeah, no, they were that was okay and the sound quality was decent. Obviously they weren't using the stadium sound system. No. They've, they've updated it for Lionel Richie. <laughs> anyway. I hope Lionel like loses all of his I hope power there's a power halfway outage halfway through. <laughs> and he can't finish. <laughs> we could probably organize it. I hate this town. 
Do you want Do you want to talk about the bay and the situation? No, there we'll talk about the... it during our game. Oh, right. um, pink jerseys uh, from the weekend have been auctioned off. You can go onto the Mariners' website and have a look. Um, and also, Josh, you ready? You can buy a heap of knockoff Mariners gear, uh, shoes, Ugg boots, all sorts of stuff I've seen online lately, and bed sheets. Uh, just just a disclaimer: the sheets are never clean. <laughs> Yet. Maybe this weekend. He's been waiting all day to say that. <laughs> well played. Right. And something Musket is excited about. The FFA has introduced red and yellow cards for the technical area. So. Oh, really? Well, Ocon's in trouble then, because every time I look at him on the sideline, he's way out of his technical box. So, Well, Musket... Well, m- most coaches do anyway, don't they? Most coaches just go out and start randomly yelling at the fourth official about something. So I'm surprised that Muskie doesn't run up there then and, you know, two-foot him. Just... <laughs> Well, yeah. The old, uh, after after yeah. Barisha, after he was the fourth official was touching Barisha, you'd think that he'd try and go in two footed on the fourth official. But Big slide he, tackle. Uh, the old career Look, ender. You can get a warning for um, a minor or low level disagreement with the t- decision. Jeez, how do you every word that Paolo said? Uh, how do you police a? Low level, a low level disagreement. Oh, that's when the fourth <laughs> official comes over to him and you know it remonstrates with the finger uh, wagging stuff. Isn't, don't, isn't, don't isn't there like one in there Paolo. also? There's one in there also for sarcastic clapping, I believe. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, yeah. gestures like sarcastic clapping or um, motioning for a card to be shown. Mm. Well, they should do that on the pitch as well. I mean, every, every single time you see that on the pitch, hey, with players that that want the referee to give an opposition player a card, I just think is just shit. Really, it's just they just leave it up to stupid. the referee. It's just more. It's not an FFA thing, but they've chosen to take it on board and run. It's with just it. more. It's stupid mumbo jumbo. When there was stuff. already rules around referees getting rid of the coach up. Into the stands. Well, maybe there's going to be like a progression that. here, and soon we're going to issue the guidelines for yellow and red cards given to referees because there's at least a few of them who've earned those. Are they crowd voted? Are they? I think they should be. They're on know, the clapper meter. As you enter the stadium, everyone's given a red and a yellow card, and at certain moments, you know, a, a, an alarm sounds and the crowd holds up which card the referee deserves, and that's mm. the end of him, you know. See you sounds later, like mate. Sound sort of crap that would come out of the uh, FFA at the moment. <laughs> right. Uh, VAR. Ugh. No thanks. We've got to ditch it. Oh my god! It is shit. Fuck. Is there anything positive said. that can be said about it? Like taking like four. What, what was the Sydney penalty decision? It took four minutes to make the decision. Oh, Macca's got got to get their ads in. Oh, absolutely. That's ridi- like I saw a tweet. I can't remember who it was, but I I don't I don't quote anything anyway. I, I still tweets. It was um, something about, like, they'd rather the referee make a mistake than have to wait four minutes for a decision. Yeah, and it I'm gives in, I'm in agreement with that. Yeah. I, was, I was so pissed off I went and got McDonald's at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> Advertising working. Advertise works. VAR does not. I think there might be soon some sort of sanction for the people who make them do these VAR things because the referee, uh, not that I particularly like that particular referee, but the referee, he makes a decision. He makes it in good faith and then the dork who's up in the in the box says, oh, I don't know about that decision. And so he makes the guy run over to the sideline, look on the smallest screen on earth. Yeah, it's like an iPad. It's like an iPad. It's a big screen, isn't it? And he goes over there to try, try and remake his own decision and he looks at the screen and he says, yeah, I made that decision four and a half minutes ago. It's I'm going to go back out and make it again. You've got the two oh my God. biggest <sighs> screens in the world. You decide to use a screen the ref has to squint at. 
to make a game changing Yeah, because they can't show the rest of the fans in case it incites violence. Uh, VAR like, is inciting violence. You don't have to show anyone. It was slightly bigger than my phone. <laughs> it was just. It was like a mini iPad. Yeah, you, you, you could and see you got him a Nokia squinting. 3310. <laughs> exactly. And you could see him squinting. It's been on full charge for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> it has to remain plugged in now. <laughs> right. Oh, we'll move on to our game then. Mariners won, victory won. I think this is a game we should have won. Again, should have won this one. Story of the season I mean, so far. If we if we could hold a lead, we'd be freaking top of the table. That's the most three, frustrating three thing. Three wins out of four. That's if we could miss the crossbar in oh, yeah. the post, we'd probably go a bit better too. Yeah. I mean... I just... It's, yeah, I don't know what to feel. I don't know whether I think most level-headed people can see what we're doing because we're we're accomplishing the game style to. It's like a like ninety percent trying to be pretty and playing pretty football, but yeah. For me, a criticism would be that teams can figure us out so easily yeah. after little time. They know what the other teams the other teams going to know what we're trying to do. Mm. Like we were saying last week, it's not a hard game plan to figure out, but um, if you execute it well, I mean, it is quite hard to stop. It's high risk, but also high reward. We we've, have played it well at we've times. We've had both of those. And when we do play it well, then we have been ripping teams and, and in those moments we look really good. We've combined that with defence that didn't exist in games like the Perth game. Or the, the first right 30 seconds on the weekend. Or the first 30 mm-hmm. seconds. It didn't look good when Milligan just waltzed into the box there. If that chance fell to Barisha, we would have been 1-0 down in the, inside the first minute. Mm, a really, really good save from Glover yeah, credit, as well. Credit to Glover, so early in the game too to be sort of alert, alert like that. It's really good. But I love the game plan. But we've got to be able to do it at both ends. So we yeah. tidied up the defence a bit in this game, and I enjoyed that. But we've got to be able to sustain it, and we've got to finish our chances. So being more clinical. I think the defence was the most solid that it's been yeah. this season. Yeah, there was no high line crap like that. Yeah, so we, and it was good. We weren't we weren't really getting caught out uh, with the high line, but there were times when victory did seem to be able to pass sort of straight through us. Not necessarily playing balls over the top or anything but just a few little one twos where we looked sort of I think we were lucky that Barisha was out and that Leroy George was playing striker because what we saw of George the last what the first couple of games on the wing he's really really good as a winger so he's their best player by a while and the free free kick was a belter too victory victory I think victory are pretty garbage which is why it's more frustrating that we didn't win Exactly. It was. It was. Well, it shows the we're first, in a position, doesn't it? Yeah. It was the first time in a while where we were a chance of beating them because yeah. we haven't we haven't beaten them since semi final of championship season. And so you got to blame you got to blame the boss musket because they've got great quality in terms of their playing staff. Something's going on. Yeah, something something is. is not yep. well. Something's there. Yeah. Well mean, out of potential. That lot. Even musket by his own standards was pretty. Sort of, it was blase re- about it, wasn't it? Relaxed he? on the weekend. There wasn't too many musket type blow ups. There wasn't many launching off the bench or anything like that. It almost looks like he doesn't really care. Do you think at he's the like too comfortable? He's too comfortable in his role, sort of thing. He probably feels like it because he's been there. What he's been there since the start, hasn't he? Since so, Ange left, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. So no, he's been at the club he's since been the start. There, yeah, yeah. Player, so yeah. he probably feels yeah. like he can do what he wants. He shouldn't I mean, be though, because they were so no. lucky that like that was a cracking free kick, and you know that that can work or that doesn't work. It did work on the night. Mm. But Why geez. didn't the ball jump? 
Yeah, yeah that, that, that was frustrating. Yeah, frustrating. If the wall jumped, they would have got pain. it. I reckon. Yeah. It was pain. Yeah. Well, so they they all didn't jump. They all just they just stood looked there. at it. So I mean, it was. And they're they're all all short. To, yeah. to be fair, the ball is placed pretty perfectly because oh, it yeah. hit the inside of the butt. Yeah, absolute cracker. Perfect free kick. He was, for me, he was, Leroy was the only one where I felt threatened when they got the ball. The rest, I was just like, like what, what, what about Barbarossa? Barbarossa was pretty anonymous. He didn't anonymous. Really do a lot. He's been anonymous since he went to Wellington. Yeah. yeah. James Troisi. Troisi didn't really have a good game, so he's you been know, garbage. Middle, but we middle think, finger to him. Do we think that that was our um, Dutchy boys um, making it tough for those guys? Because I, I think did. So. I thought yeah. they did a good job on I them. I think, pair. like when we spoke to Brummer last week, he said they wanted to step up and hold the ball a lot better in the midfield in that they position, did. and I think that we did. I mean, um, a few of us were talked about the passing percentages where both of theirs were around the eighty-five and the ninety mark for the whole game, and a lot of those went forward. As well, there wasn't sort of a lot of going back. I mean, and that's what most people want to see, and that's what the style is. We were much more progressive this week, yeah, than we have been. Yeah. I think since the start, it was we were still playing possession as well. We're still liking that, still having yeah, that dominant, still what, being dominated possession, sixty percent to forty percent. Mm, I think it was fifty. Or, it was fifty-four, yeah, forty-six. So it was almost half, but we still had that slight advantage with with possession. I thought again, Tom in midfield. Was great, probably the best player on the park again. Um, like every time he gets the ball, it just feels like something he's going to set something up mm. and have, make something happen. And that's what I think we've been missing in our team for a long time. Same with De Silva as well. I mean, mm. when you've got him in behind him and then you've got De Silva, every time De Silva gets the ball, he looks like he's going to. Trying to create something. Yeah. And I mean, there's a couple of times when he tries to do maybe something too much. Something a little bit too fancy. A little he tries to come off yeah. with like a one in a million tr- yeah. try. And then sort he sort of, of loses a ball. But, I mean, when that comes off, then obviously you're not really going to have an issue with it. No, and there has, to be, there has to be someone in the team who you yeah. give, give permission to do that. Yeah. And we've, remember, we've had none of that besides Rogic the last four years, probably. We've had no one that could actually do that. Louis Garcia back her goal in Wellington. Oh, turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> For me, something I just sort of thought of that I hadn't thought of before, I thought Azdrabar was a bit quiet. Didn't really... I wasn't really involved as I much think as he was he marked had. out of the game. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he was, he was the one that put that ball through for Uppia when he come on, when yep. Uppia hit the post. I mean, yeah, that's but who set, the, who set that up? It was Tom with that pass out of defence. Yeah, Straight but, to him. but as Jabal's got his back to goal and he has to turn his it man and then play pass. that ball back into yeah. the centre right in front of Uppia. And Uppia should have scored that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's and what I like about as Jabal, that he keeps, he keeps getting himself involved with his back to goal, but there's product on the end of it. He's actually mm. getting the ball and making a play. There He's got it. that nuisance factor with he defenders has. and, and he, he's strong enough to uh, push it, uh, some of the bigger players off the ball I think it was Reese Williams who got pushed off the ball uh, long ball to Reese Williams he f- makes the first touch but Azrabal arrives just at the right moment to get in between Williams and the ball grabs the ball off him with a bit of a shove as he goes by mm. and it's that kind of play there that really moves us forward and um, to be honest I don't think we got that from last year's striker. No, Azrabal could not believe it after Appiah didn't score. You should have no, seen him at the back post, had his head in his hands, and he just shook his head. There was 5,500 yeah. others who thought yeah. the same, wasn't there? If, if that chance falls to anyone else, I think it's probably a goal. Yeah, I mean, if he's not going to score goals, we need him to be doing that. So I yeah. think he's playing his role pretty well at the moment. I mean, those other players have just got to put them away. 
I mean, he did every, he did all the hard yeah. work then up here. Just that one touch around the keeper was just slightly. Yeah, too if if he got a, if he got a slighter touch on that ball, mm. then he can put it in, and it's yeah. But uh, even still, after he made that slightly over touch, then uh, he did the right thing. He can't play that on the ground because there's a sliding player there, so he plays it in the air. If it doesn't hit the post, it's in the net. Yeah. you know, it's when it doesn't fall for you. He just needed a little bit more curl on it, and it. Goes in, but yeah, football or, game of game of inches, or a little bit less of a touch past the keeper. He did the right, or a little thing less power on the shot, maybe a little less height, a little less power on the shot would have been a goal. But yeah, yeah so. hindsight's twenty twenty. But when he's like, obviously he played last week, and then when he come off the bench on the weekend, he's looked like a completely different footballer. Besides the not putting the chances away, he's really improved. But I mean, I don't know what he's having for dinner. But do you think he's earned a starting spot? Because I know um, West Sydney game for Hull, Hull was on fire. Mm. Um, apart from the red card, I think he earned his starting spot this yeah. weekend. But I, um, I think Payne sort of, besides obviously he scored, but Payne was really the first thing that he'd really done this <coughs> season to earn that spot, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a hard one because... He cuts in a lot. Yeah, from the left. I think he's. That's I think, Ocon, I think Ocon's is. telling him to do that. Yeah, well, he did it against Adelaide last year. Saw that cracker. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. He needs something else in his his kit bag. He's sort of like cutting in. It's that with one. Up here, he's got his speed that he can obviously get around players with. Um, Hull, when he's got the ball, his feet does have a fair bit of skill, and it's sort of sometimes with Connor, you sort of you don't know what he's gonna do to beat his man or and sort of. There's still a few questions there. I think I he think deserves to start, but Appiah is good as like a like a 70 minute sub to run that's, a tired defenders. I was just about to say that when he comes off the bench, he looks like he can run past anyone, mm. and that's that fresh legs pretty sort of much thing what against, he against, did against on against the weekend. Tired Mate, if Connor's yeah. if Connor's outside of the boot, left foot, and oh. had gone in oh, the top corner was, instead good, of hitting that the crossbar, yeah. <laughs> that would have been. Thought the first one was good. Would have been absolute scenes, and it'd be a different. The first one was placed absolutely perfectly, and I'm like, I wasn't expecting that because usually he skies them. So fair enough to him putting putting in the top corner. Even uh, young Jake McGinn, when he came off the bench, he was looking really good as well. He copped a lot after that first game against Newcastle. Um, Most of it probably fair, but I mean, on the weekend he was making runs. He was up in the box. He was looking really, really dangerous. He knew knew his role better. You feel that was he knew knew his role better as right as a right back rather than I think Victory were a bit more toothless than Newcastle were up front. Yeah, Yeah, I think yeah. That is a fair point. I mean, victory wouldn't surprise me if they missed a six, if they kept going the way they're going. Well, he would have been marking um, Mitch Austin most of the game. What do you think about Storm? That's not hard, but is it? Crossing accuracy, no. 40% for victory and 33.3% for us. Mm. Yeah, I've, they were a lot of those were Stormy's crosses that unfortunately never found them. What do you think about mark. his injury? We put in think? 12 and they put in 10 crosses, by the way. Mm. Um, injury, yeah, not mm. not good. But as we just spoke, Hopefully McGinn right. came on and wasn't too bad. So. Yeah. Hopefully more saying, of a knock than a, you know, an, an injury injury. Yeah, because you were saying it's apparently the metal plate in his ankle mm. that got the knock, which that's not good because obviously mm. the plate has to stay in there. And if it's going to keep together. on, yeah, if it's going to keep on causing him issues, um, then we're going to be pretty short. And I mean, if McGing can do what he did on the weekend off the bench for 90 minutes, then that's all right. But that's still a pretty big question. Well, if you're marking what Degenek and Macaroni next week, mm. so anyway, interesting. But yeah, we should have won. 
that's the end story of that. We should have won and we didn't. Yep. So we need to start picking up points. Starting next week against Dad's Army. Mm. Uh, uh, do you want to talk about the Bay, Josh? Yeah. I think it was a bit disappointing for me. Like We, we, we want to try and... You know, we want to chant, we want to be active for 90 minutes, but it was a bit disappointing that no one was getting involved and there was a lot of people sitting down. For me, if, you, if you're if you in Bay 16, then you should at least be standing up trying to get involved because half the Bay was in the front half, the front half of the Bay were just sitting down, not even getting involved, didn't care about us trying to chant. It was, and it wasn't for lack of trying either from Pete. Yeah, Pete, for, fair enough to Pete because he was just like, you know, started swearing and saying, you know, if you're not going to get involved and stuff, yeah, I'm just going to sit down and do nothing. And fair play because no one was getting involved. There was, what, 15 of us tra- chanting and no one else really gave a shit. So that was disappointing. It wasn't just the Bay, though. It was the stadium, the, the whole atmosphere, the time, pre-game, the crowd. everything. The fact that there was only 5,500 people there. Yeah. On a Friday night, thanks for that. On a Sunday night, 7 o'clock, thanks for that FFA. I'm getting ahead of myself. Friday night will be next, no commuters, followed by uh, Thursday night. Why don't we have one on Wednesday morning at 7am? <laughs> then no one could go. We'll probably get more people there. We'll probably get Fair. all the commuters. I'd rather be, be there than work. <laughs> so would I, but I don't think my boss would appreciate it. I'm still, I'm still going to be in the minority, I think, but it's still the perfect time for football. I agree. It's good for the players. <laughs> It's good for the players, good for TV, for not good for the yeah. crowd. It yeah, was, no doubt about that, but um, there yeah. were no kids there. Yeah, it was so much more pleasant. The game <laughs> yeah, that's was a good better thing, off. <laughs> I was just leaving that hanging. Um, but yeah, even even the TV numbers, I still don't think were great. So I don't know. And yeah, well, obviously because it's us. It remember, also, also makes was it last week, last week the Sydney Derby? It said they only got like 90,000k TV viewership, which was terrible mm-hmm. for a big game. It was free to air. Yeah. Not the Foxtel figures. Yeah, but it's still yeah. pretty bad. All the crowd figures were pretty average this week, except for Newcastle's, weren't they? Mm. Well, an, an hour before kickoff, there was 300 tickets have been sold for our game on the weekend. Mm. So it was, what, 5,000 members showed up out of 6,000? So that's not too bad, I guess. So anyway, um, it, it's beginning to be a chore, honestly, to go take all the flags and the drum and... Megaphone, all that sort of shit. There's not enough people getting involved. And there's 16 of us standing there trying to sing, and no one else could be bothered. Even if even if we had a one on the weekend, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. Yeah. Just because I was in there, it, it felt like a loss. Mm. Yeah. Which is so sad. it's 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 just annoying for me, like seeing people down the front just sit down and not care. Like if you're not, well, that's what you start. Ba- if you if you're not in Bay 16 to chant, then GTFO, like. <laughs> Don't be there. We we used to have that with the numbers. When we had decent numbers, we still had people sat down the front and sat. Yeah. But um, that's why we moved down the front to get the people up to stand up behind us. Um, but then we got sick of standing down the front. So we because, moved back and yeah, <laughs> standing down the front is a worse view than where we were. <sighs> it's tough. I, I just, we don't I know just, what to do. I just don't think people care enough. There's always somebody who wants to point that out too, don't they? That's a bit quiet. There's always bit someone quiet on tonight. the outside yeah. that, yeah, that, that pisses me off. Apparently really somebody off. somebody sitting in the bay about five rows down. <laughs> so somebody made a comment about the band walking around the back of the bay and someone made the comment quite loudly. And then uh, a lady a few rows down in front in the bay, sitting down, not chanting, not doing anything, 
turned around and said, well, they're doing more than you are. So ha- ha- and that's what gives people the shits. It gives people the shits that put in the hard work and they go, well, why do we bother? Mm. So that's... I mean, I mean, I just I just don't think people care enough about about active support because, I mean, if someone cared enough or someone thought, oh, we could do better, then there would be another group somewhere else and there's not. So I just don't think people care enough. I think mm. that's the The numbers aren't there. No. No. Well, they're especially not there on a Sunday night at 7 o'clock. Regardless for, for bigger of that, games. Mate, regardless for of that. Even, even turn if turn up at the previous game. Even if we're playing yeah. big well, teams, bigger teams. It's, like, a big, it's a big game. If you just if we were playing anyone else that night, we wouldn't have got anywhere near that crowd. Yeah. Just mm. the people don't care. I don't know if it's the ticket prices that keep going up and up. I remember the first season; I think it was fifteen bucks to get in. Somebody actually uh, mentioned that the other week that the Bay sixteen ticket price is dearer than Bay seventeen and eighteen. Which is ridiculous because we need yeah. people in the Bay. We need to make it cheaper. To be in Bay 16. But to me, it's irrelevant because everybody that goes to that ground every week knows that you can literally do what you want and nobody yeah. will question you. You can walk in and out of everywhere. So I don't think... It's not like we're going to sell out a sell out a game. No, it's not like you can't get into the Bay because there's a million security around or anything. I just, like I said, I just, people just don't care enough. And that's the end of it. Maybe we'll get more bandwagoners on it once we get some wins on the board. Well, that's all we've got to hope for. We've just got to hope that we maybe string a few wins together and all those those fair weather fans come back and try and get involved. It's just depressing, man. Like, mm. <laughs> Otherwise, all that's left is uninvited old casuals like me. Well, three of us have been in there or, and, like, on the well, weekends. The people that have been in there for so years, down. has it ever been like worse than now? I can think of an ACL game. It's been worse. Even oh, when, when there was like five people there. Even when it used to piss down rain early in the seasons, you would have, you know, probably 30 people there. Mm. And that's when it's absolutely pouring down. But then on the weekend, we had, what, 15 people standing up? 16 and people standing up. You counted, did you? I did count, yeah. yeah. Why'd you do that? <laughs> it makes it even more depressing. Because it was quick and easy. Because <laughs> there was nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the only reason I think yeah. I stayed in there was to talk to you guys. Mm. Yeah, well, to be honest, I walked out the last 15 or 20 minutes because I just didn't want to be in there, didn't want to be in the bay. I went and stood somewhere else. Part-timer. And, um, yeah, I really didn't want to do it, but when you're standing in there and there's nothing going on, nobody wants to chant, no matter how many times, you know, Pete tries to rev people up and just don't give a shit. I think we can agree that the best part of of the day was... Getting the new merch out to people and wearing the new merch. Yeah, that was a positive. That was probably the only positive of. I hope you enjoyed the bag, the note, the scarf, the shirt, the stickers. All those people, all those people that bought shirts. Can you? I don't know. Maybe come into the bay for a game just to show it off. Yeah, if we had as many fans in the bay as we sold shirts, we'd be doing right. Sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Mar, you, you're wearing your shirt right now. You were I one like of the it. ones that uh, ordered a merch pack. Oh, the shirt I looks did. good, but for I'm going to sit in golds. I like it. 
I like it, but um, I'm, this is actually part of the problem that you, you don't build up a crowd of people for Bay 16 or the active support. You have to rotate that crowd because people get older and they want to do something yeah. else with their family and people are too young and they're not quite ready to get in there yet, so they're sitting in Bay 17 or 18 and looking over and going, oh, one day I want to have a go at that. Like that was little, me. That was drummer me boy. a long time ago. Um, so you have to continuously build the, the group over and over and over again. There's bl- the, the, how many blokes from the first year remain? Me, James, Eggy. Tyson, Eggy, Roddy. But I bought this because I wanted to put a bit of support into the YA and what they do in the I think that's what a lot of people bought it for, and, and just I think that's important. give us some money. Yeah, I think that's important. And I like the shirt. And uh, if nothing else, as you guys know, I turn into a part-time uh, YA boy when it comes to our local away matches, except for when I dog you when we go to Western Sydney because they're playing that shit stadium. I didn't say shit then. Um, so Newcastle, Souls. whatever, I'll wear it. I'll wear all of my gear then and, and love it. I think it's top quality, excellent work by all the boys who put an effort into it. And um, so I'm glad it was reasonably successful for you. So. And I mean, and that's all good. Like we don't, if you don't care about active support, then that's cool. We're not going to, yeah. we don't, we're not. We can't we're force not, anyone to be there. No, we're not in the business of, you know, dragging people over and, making you be in there just because you bought merch or anything like that. If you bought merch, like you said, lots of people did just it, to I'm just saying, support I, it. I, don't, I don't want to force anyone. I'm just saying it'd be yeah. nice if you could maybe come into the Bay for one game and experience it and see if you like it. Yeah, but I mean, if you came into the Bay on the weekend, you'd be like, well, this is shit, and you'd probably never come back. So yeah. that's the tough bit. Yeah, but even around the Bay, like I saw a heap of people that were there all last year and probably at the Newcastle game. I don't know, I wasn't there. But, you know, a lot of people that used to stand, used to sing, and... Just sitting down. Mm. Yeah, it was just a quiet night for whatever reason. But there's absolutely no mistaking what atmosphere can be added because whether you loved it or you hated it, the tifo at the banner at the first game that caused people to talk. That caused atmosphere in the stadium. That might have just been those idiots over in the far side there near the crappy screen um, wearing um, red and blue booing it. I don't know what it was. I don't really care what it was, but it adds they, to the did atmosphere. They I, I, I hope they did. Though. That's their job, isn't it? If they're that useless, they should go if, back to if, where they come from. If they booed it, then that's good. We of course want them it is. Want them so, so somehow that, whether you liked it or you hated it, it added something to the atmosphere and every penny that we've put into shirts and uh, or that I've put into shirts and whatever else it was I bought, scarf, etc. then uh, I hope that you know goes into adding to that atmosphere, which is you know what I, I like about YA. So. Anyway, we're doing another Don't give up, merch boys. pack next season. Um, it will... Won't have a scarf in it. It'll have something else in it, though. So, what are we trying to aim for? Maybe some sort of. Uh, don't worry, I, did, I didn't say anything. Secret. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, quickly is for the others. Sydney to Perth nil. VAR Sydney FC. Three penalties. Anyway, yeah, that's pretty shit. <laughs> Sydney no, winning honestly, the I, usual. I was pretty disgusted watching that game. To I mean, be honest. talk about getting the rub of the green. <laughs> like. This did nothing I to can't dispel wait. the myth that Sydney uh, own the league. I can't wait until they get some BS penalty against us and I'm going to go nuts. Yeah, and of course Arnie likes a VAR. <laughs> the of only one. Does. Of course he does. Yeah, of course he does. One of the two tips I got right. At least they're good for my tips. I didn't Sydney. even look at the tips this weekend. I was just too down. They deserve the win though, Sydney. Fuck them. Uh, Wellington <laughs> no, 3, thanks. Brisbane 3. Oh. 3 nil up in 20-odd minutes and then you throw it away. I, tip, I tipped Wellington. So when they were, I looked at it, was, they were 3 nil up. And thinking, oh, okay, sweet, I got another tip right. And then was it five minutes to go when Macaroni scored the penalty and it was 3 on? And thinking, oh, you bottlers. 
completely ruined my multi. Um, <laughs> absolute bomb by Krishna, one of the Wellington goals. Absolute rocket. Who He's turning into a very good player. Um, needs a better haircut. Took his time. He's been but around for a while. Yeah. Fiji's finest. Exactly. They call him. The Fiji Messi. Both it? coaches, yeah. though, they're shaking their heads going, are you kidding me? Yeah. Anyway. I think, for me, Brisbane's defence is something that we can exploit with the pace. Yeah, for sure. all a thousand years old. Adelaide, nil, Melbourne City, two. Adelaide I, I hate just to say get it. in there, could they? I hate to say it, but I think this is City's year. Yeah, they, they look, look very good. Yeah, and no matter... Like, I thought Adelaide were decent at yeah, times, but they, they really couldn't... Yeah. They couldn't break City down. I think McCormack is settled, because McCormack is a championship-level striker, so that's... Mm above A-League quality, so he should be playing well. I think I think McCormack will probably go close to Golden Boot if he stays for the rest of the season and Fornaroli stays out. But it I don't depends what happened to MLS, because McCormack might go there. Yeah, I've, I've heard talk about he might go to New York if when Fornaroli comes back. Well, what did you think of the penalty, Josh? The Oh, full Izzo. <laughs> Izzo. It, Luke, Luke and I, I think, tweeted oh. like at the exact same time, hashtag never go full Izzo. Didn't Izzo. take much to draw it out of him, did it? No. It was like, oh, where have I seen that before? <laughs> Izzo went full Izzo earlier than expected, which did not help um, Adelaide's chances. And then no. you could even probably put him at fault for the second goal, as much as it was a good free kick. The wall. The wall. There was, I think there was only three players in the wall, which I don't know if the commentary spoke about that, but as soon as he took the free kick, I went, there's only three players and, in the wall. And What's Boz, he doing? Bozza was saying that he was off his line, that he wasn't in the right yeah, spot. He was he off his line like, oh. and he was too far over to one side. He just, mm. I don't know what his issue is. And that probably goes to show you it's not, um, when he was here, it's not Matt Nash's fault, maybe. Maybe he's just <laughs> not very good. It's not our fault. Well, yep, I'll leave that hanging. <laughs> Jets won, West Sydney won. George, I didn't watch, I didn't watch George the game, so went off no injured. Idea. Was there anything else that happened that was of interest? Um, no. We were, we were, Moving on. We were in the pregame with the other four people. Yep. Okay. Scum of scum. Uh, stay tuned. We talked to Tom Hiarie. All right, we're joined by Tom Hiarie. How are you, mate? Uh, good, thanks. How are you? Oh, we're well, we're well. Um, oh, good. Question number one. Do you keep yeah. the sauce in the cupboard or in the fridge? Uh, in the fridge. Good man. I like you. <laughs> God damn it. That's what you've got to do. <laughs> I, think we've, I think we've had a 100% fridges from players so far. Because mm-hmm. they're intelligent. Oh. <laughs> now, number two. This one's important, mate. Yeah. When you go to the bathroom, do you scrunch yeah. or do you fold? <laughs> oh, that's an easy one. Fault. Oh, Damn good. Yes. yes. Thank you. <laughs> that, just mean, that just means that you're normal. Whoa. Unlike Boise. <laughs> what a good question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we ask all the good questions. Top-notch interviews here, mate. <laughs> right. Uh, your, your quality performance um, have not been unnoticed, but with many of our fans, uh, how do you feel you're fitting into the team and the club? Uh, yeah, really good. From the first uh, day I, I came in, I felt uh, really good. Uh, I get the... Uh, yeah, of course, now when Wout is here also, uh, they, they talk about a Dutch connection, but I don't think it's that. I know Wout from a long time, and uh, we can play really good together. And, yeah, how can I explain it? Uh, I feel uh, really... It feels like home here. And that's... Yeah, 
that's really good for me. Uh, yeah, that that helped me to uh, to to play a good uh, to play good matches. Uh, do you have a family in Australia with you? Um, did you bring Did you bring them all over? And how how are they? All uh, yeah, my missus. Only my missus is here. Uh, my brother uh, was here for two weeks, and my mother was here for two weeks. And yeah, they really loved it here. They already said, "Oh, uh, next year I'm uh, I want to come again and stay longer." So they 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 also really like it here. How about the rest of the family? I, I got a friend request from, uh, I'm going to get the pronunciation wrong here, will it be Yopi, E-R-E-A? Oh, that's my dad. Yeah, and he, and he did send me a text to say that uh, he was your dad, but uh, very, he seems really interested in uh, keeping up with how you're going here and uh, uh, you know just uh, hearing about what's happening for you. So obviously you're part of a fairly close family. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are a close family. And uh, my dad is always uh, really interested, and he really would like to come uh, here. Yeah, but we have to find a good spot when he uh, when he can come over. And I think he is also connecting with other fans on Facebook. And I don't have a Facebook, but I heard from my from my missus. He is uh, chatting in the in the chats, uh, and the, he is asking how I'm doing in the games. And yeah, I think he got some friends on Facebook also from here. So that's good to hear that he is. Uh, yeah, he really wants to be close. So, obviously, you've got to try and find some things to do away from the pitch. Have you found any good spots to hang out yet on the coast? Uh, yeah, every every day I walk uh, I walk with my missus to the Skillion. Uh, the dog park, we are we are walking there. Uh, we would like to go to the beaches, McMaster's Beach, uh, Copacabana, and Soldier's Beach. We've been already. And, of course, when we are day off, we're going to Sydney to... Stroll around a little bit and find some nice uh, restaurants. And yeah, that, that are the things we are doing. So it felt like the, on the weekend it was probably our most complete performance uh, and the closest we've got to getting three points. How was how was oh, the feeling yeah. after the game? Was it a little bit of a frustration maybe that we didn't get the three points in the end? Yeah, I think it was a... Uh, for me, it was a really frustrating that we didn't win the game because we should have a penalty on Jake McGing and we should uh, we hit two times the post. So for me, it was really disappointing. But uh, if you look at the four games we played, every game we are one zero up and then we we give it away. So uh, at least we're yeah, consistent. That... <laughs> what? Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, 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 it's not a good oh, consistent though. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm feeling really good here, and hope we can uh, win a game this this season. So, <laughs> so um, after round one, it was obviously disappointing. Where do you think we've improved the most since then? Um, I think uh, the whole team defend better. Because round one was uh, everybody was saying the defenders were bad, but I think the whole team uh, didn't defend that good because you have to help each other. And uh, we let them a little bit down. And uh, the last few games, it was better. And the Perth game was an, uh, another story, but it, it were just stupid mistakes. Yeah, so speaking of the Perth game, we did look a, a little vulnerable when we played the high line. And uh, Paolo said that we had worked on a different way that we might defend against Melbourne this weekend. How do you think we did defensively compared to that week? Uh, really, really good. Because uh, against Perth, we play... Uh, we played a little bit the, the offside uh, offside trap. That was not that 
was not what we trained. And now against Melbourne Victory, when there was no pressure on the ball, we stepped a little bit back to give him a little bit space, and that was better. And uh, so not every long ball was uh, almost a goal. Uh, with the West Sydney Wanderers game, we saw you dropping into the back four quite a bit just to uh, collect the ball and then bring it forward and distribute it. Is What what are you, your instructions that uh, Ocon gives you on match day? Uh, yeah, not really to do that. I play my own game. I'm sorry for Ocon. I play my own game. No, no. Uh. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, they put pressure with... Uh, with attackers so sometimes I decide to drop down to make it a three uh, three versus two and yeah if I see some space I'm yeah I'm just going there I don't know if it's allowed if I see the space I go there but yeah yeah fair enough if I think uh, that the team is a uh, got benefits from it then I do it yeah I don't know <laughs> um, how excited were you when we you found out we had signed uh, what I'll, I'll probably do a really bad pronunciation again is it Valt yeah wow yeah, Valt Brummer uh, how much easier yeah, has it been for you to sort of settle into the coast with him being in the squad and of, of course uh, I'm not sure it's been good for you to be able to speak your native Dutch yeah really good really good also for my missus because uh, they are friends now the Valt's missus and my missus but for me, it's really good to have uh, someone in the team who talk Dutch, so I can explain myself uh, a little bit more and clearly. Is that <laughs> good for communication on the pitch? Like, to, uh, do you speak Dutch on the pitch, or are you more English for yeah. you're at the other players? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so strange. Uh, I speak always Dutch on the pitch, and to the rest of the guys, uh, I speak English. So, yeah, it's it, it's natural, but yeah, it, it's good to have uh, Wout here. Uh, Next to me. So, Paolo Ocon has spoken to us before about uh, almost signing you in our January transfer window. Um, could yeah. you tell us a little bit about how that ended up playing out for you? You had to stay in Holland a little longer? Uh, yeah, I was the last four games I was not playing at my old club. And uh, I was a little bit disappointed in the, in, the, in, the, in the coach. And I said to my manager, if you find uh, another club for me, then uh, then I want to go. So he was uh, calling around, and then he, he told me, uh, yeah, a club in Australia would like to uh, to have you. And I said yes. So uh, we want to make work of it really quick. And then yeah, then the coach said, uh, no, Tom, you cannot go. We wanna we wanna hold you for the team. And I said, yeah, I was not playing. So what am I doing here? And he just said, yeah, we just need you for the for the other 17 games. So it was really disappointing for me at that moment. And then uh, we keep a little bit of contact, uh, me and Paolo. And yeah, he was uh, watching one game in May. And I think it was not a good game for me, but he still watched <laughs> me. So, so <laughs> that was a, of not surprising, but uh, I was happy with it. And I think uh, now, yeah, I can, uh, yeah, he's really good for for the, for the team. Uh, we have a lot of young players in the squad who uh, would find your experience very valuable. Which of these young guys has impressed you the most since you've been here? Uh, yeah, of course, uh, Denny. Well, yeah, he's a really, really big talent. Uh, the speed of uh, Trent Guhajer. He's so quick. He need to be uh, if he uses it a little bit uh, smarter, then he can be a, re- a really good player. And uh, Liam Liam Rose, he's a really good, he's a really good footballer. 
so he impressed me also. Fair shout. So what were your expectations of the standard of the A-League before you arrived on the coast, and how has it sort of stacked up to the uh, the Dutch era of Yeah, that was, it's a little bit difficult question. Um, I didn't have uh, any expectations. I just uh, read a little bit about it on the internet and watched some some, uh, some highlights. But uh, I think compared to Holland, it's a more transition game here. And Holland is more uh, tactical play. So we are just waiting and here it's more uh, transition. Have you noticed it's like a physical, there's a lot, a lot more physical maybe in Australia? Yeah, 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 yeah. Physical, they try. Because I'm not really a physical player. Yeah, I can do it sometimes, but that's not my nature. And sometimes uh, the people, they try to kick me or they try to bully me. But yeah, I don't care. I'm, I'm used to it in Holland, so it's not working uh, against me. Um, so we heard from, heard from one of our punters that uh, you had a few direct comments about uh, Leroy George, the opposition who's, who scored the goal on the weekend. Um, what did you think of that? Uh, oh, sorry? The, I didn't understand the question. The, the free kick from Leroy George um, the, the, uh, the, the, that Melbourne used for the equaliser. We heard that you had some oh, fairly yeah. direct thoughts about um, uh, the quality of that goal. What did you think of that? Yeah, it was a quality goal. I knew uh, Leroy already when I, I played a few games with him in Holland in the Dutch national team. And uh, he's a really good guy. And I'm, yeah, it was against us, but uh, honestly... Yeah, it was a really good goal. So yeah, well, we can do nothing about it. And uh, I was happy for him. I was disappointed for us, but yeah, I uh, when I saw it back, maybe it sounds strange, but I enjoyed the goal because uh, it's just a good shot. Unlucky it's against us, but it was a yeah, it was a good goal. Um, so we've got Brisbane on Sunday afternoon. The noon. They also yeah. don't have a win, and they'll be pretty keen to get a win, but obviously we really want that first win. What do you think we need to do to guarantee those three points? I think if we play like uh, play like against victory, to keep our own playing style, to be patient, not make stupid mistakes, and uh, yeah, we need some goals, so if we have a chance, we have to finish it. Uh, if we do that, then uh, we get... The guarantees of the three points uh, Sunday. So, just taking a look at the auctions for the pink shirts uh, that were worn on the weekend, Tommy, I see that yours yours is up to three hundred dollars and it's had nineteen bids made on it. Have you been bidding on your oh. shirt? Oh uh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's two ninety. You know, I was saying to my dad, three hundred, three hundred. Can you can you stop now? Because I know somebody who wants to win it. <laughs> And even be- even better for the exchange rate as well. Get it even cheaper. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I would like to have it uh, by myself, but I'm not going to pay three hundred dollars for my own jersey, so no. I leave it now. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining us this week, Tom. Uh, we really appreciate, it, and all the best for the raw game on the weekend. Yeah. Thank you very much for calling. No worries. Was good fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Uh, see you. All right, quick previews. Melbourne City, Sydney. I think this will be a good game. Probably the two best teams in the comp so far. Um, City at home. I 
We'll go draw. I'll sit on the fence because yeah, I can't agree because I think they're I'm both with good. You. I'm the draw. I, I think, think I think City. Sydney haven't been anywhere near as dominant as they were last season, so I'm tempted to and go. They're leaking goals as well. Draw City by one. I can't really. You know, think it. It. It's going to be close. Yeah, yeah, I think I think City are too dangerous up front. Newcastle Wellington. Oh, I can't. I can never tip them, so I'm going to just say draw. Newcastle to go to a 5 0 lead, followed by Wellington. Lose 6 5, putting in 5. Newcastle had a period Draw. in that game against the Wanderers on the weekend where they were absolute trash. And I think they're going to miss Vargas huge, massively. Um, Georgeski will probably be out, so they'll be missing him as well, even though he's a mug and doesn't do much. But uh, So I think Wellington will get I'm up. surprised that Newcastle and Wellington have got a Saturday night game, but fair enough. Anyway, Perth Adelaide. I think this is hard to tip because so I do think I. Perth had that blip last week against Sydney, where you know any team that goes to Sydney these days, it's pretty hard to get a result. Um, I'm just going to say Perth because they're back at home, and it's hard to, hard for travelling teams to get a result there. Even though Adelaide have looked okay, yeah, it's a hard one to pick. I think even though Perth are at home, I think Adelaide will get up. I think I still think. Um, City were just too good for them on the weekend. I think Adelaide was probably finish top four, still think. Yeah, I'm going to tip Adelaide on um, this one. Yeah, Adelaide. Going for the draw. Right, Brisbane, CCM. Surely. Surely. This is, the week, this is the week where we've got to get three points because their last, their team is old AF and I think our pace will trouble them. I think they'll be dangerous up front. Um, so we're, we're going to need to score more than... Two, it's gonna. I I, I, it'll be a shootout. Do you think? Yeah, I reckon it'll be a shootout. So, um, I'm confident we can get a good result, but I think it's not sort of. It's not a guarantee. So, I hope we play well. I hope we get the three points. But see what happens. Yep. Harder tip. Brisbane are trash. If we don't win this weekend, then that's not good. I think just I mean cancel the rest of the season. We, you reckon? Yeah. Well, we, we start well. by playing Sydney the week after, and cancel then Adelaide it. the week after that. Cancel I it. think it's yeah. I think it's, it's important, important we get the three points before we play Sydney next yeah. week. I don't think there's any excuses this weekend. I think we can get these three points. I'm tipping us. And last game victory West Sydney. Why is it on a Monday? And the uh, Cup Eve game. Melbourne Cup. Uh, Melbourne right. Cup next day. Well, the way victory are going, uh, there probably aren't going to be many people there. Is, is it at Etihad? Or Amy? You're asking the wrong guy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> because if it's at Etihad, it'll look really bad because it'll probably only be about 20k. Yeah, no, I think I think the Wanderers will get up. I think victory, we should have beat them, obviously, on the weekend. I mean, um, they were no good and there no signs of really improving. Um, I think the Wanderers did well on the weekend to get back level with Newcastle. Um, but I think the Wanderers will get up. Mate, Wanderers scored first. I thought Newcastle scored first. No, Wanderers. No, Wanderers. Um, no. I think. Was in the pregame. I think draw. <laughs> I'm stepping I'll, outside. I'll <laughs> say because victory are back at home, they'll play better, and I'll go draw. I'm going with victory. They uh, can't keep losing, not well, with that playing roster. That's or drawing, or anything else. It <laughs> for this week. So um, thank you to sidelines. Um, thank you for everyone that uh, bought merch packs. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back next week. Pick a moment and start, put the beat of your heart. Is alone in the 
what is wrong with my shin pads? Everything. Well, we'll find out, won't we? We should get some good comments. You're not busy or anything? <laughs> no, I'm just uh, having a walk at Terrigal at my uh, hometown, uh, hometown, <laughs> home place, I say this. It's <laughs> oh, okay. a hard life. Sound good. <laughs> hard, hard, life. hard life living at Terrigal. <laughs> Have they put you up at the Crown Hotel? Or? <laughs> Uh, no, I wish, but no, 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 I have a good place, I have a good place. He's at the oh, budget. He's at the budget, Ibis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what Arnie oh, stayed. Yeah, Arnie. He RDA? Yeah, yeah. That's 100% or not? He, yeah, I've he been, I've been so yes. guilty of pronouncing it really wrong in, in a very Australian accent, so I apologise. I've been saying he are yay, so it's really bad. I'm sorry about that. It's like Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you recorded that. <laughs> We're going to get you to give him a few lessons because uh, I think he needs a few, but um, we've, we've been, been trying. So he are yay has started to come off the tongue. It's easy. all about the roll of the tongue, isn't it? <laughs> it's just... I don't get how people don't get it. Have you, have you, um, when you say your name over here now, do you sort of change it to suit Australians? Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, if, if uh, someone's asking me how do I pronounce your name, then I say Hiarie, but in Dutch it's uh, Hiarie, but it's yeah, a little bit different. Because yeah, I noticed on a couple of your videos you, you sort of changed it, and I was like, oh, he must have dumbed it down for us Aussies. So. <laughs> for, for dumb Aussies, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I changed it a little bit. Hi. Hi, sorry, Tom. We're on the uh, Mariner's Wi-Fi here, and, of course, it's uh, cheap and budget and doesn't work sometimes. <laughs> yeah, 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 I understand. I, yeah. <laughs> but we've bought our own internet, so we should be okay now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's better. <laughs> All right, you ready? Oh, we're yeah, I'm by... ready. Okay, thank <laughs> <laughs> About what? Uh, I was about to start the interview. Unless yeah. you want to know the questions first, but I'm not going to tell you anyway. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you can start if you want. Okay. What you want, Spoff? And now it's time for Spoff. It's hard to say that without smiling. I love this music. That's good, isn't it? It's because it sounds dirty. That's why you keep laughing. Maybe. Um, this is um, a comment about the crowd numbers from Mr. Kevin. I thought there was way more than the official number. Heaps must have jumped the fence. No, I thought you had a comment about that. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. So we're, we're naming and shaming, are we? No, just one name. Okay. This is from Gray. I have followed the Mariners for years, but have to complain... Though, sorry team, but the pink outfits, get rid of them. I'm yelling when I say that. Okay, I prefer the old coloured uniforms. These ones look shocking, terrible. You wanker. Hmm. Apparently didn't realise that we made a lot of money for charity. What an idiot. Do you not know? Like, have you not noticed Facebook for the past week? I think the response needs to be spoken. Should I speak the response? I'd give this a guy a serve for having the IQ of a baked potato, but I'm just too impressed by the commitment to the double space between every word in that post. <laughs> now, there was, uh, I wonder if it was the same guy that um, 
couple of years ago, we were playing Wellington in the pink round. So Wellington were in yellow. And the guy got confused when everyone was cheering when the pink team scored. And he, when Wellington scored, he started cheering. He had no <laughs> idea what was going on. He was very confused. So we've got a one from here from James. Uh, should we call this Central Coast Mariners Tinder? Yep. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? Can we be friends? Please send a friend request if you're interested. And in brackets, he's put single. Well, good luck with your Tinder exploits, exploits James. Here's one from Hayden. I don't give the Mariners any credit for that game. That had one job from their coach, and that was to play 95 minutes of mistake-free soccer. And they didn't do that. They made errors, E-R-A-S, eras, every five minutes. They had plenty of chances, like far out. We had 57% of possession and 15 (laughs) shots and goal, but still couldn't win. They played shocking footy from what I watched. Please turn my volume down, Jimmy. Mate, you weren't allowed to breathe during that. There's no commas. I have to recover. (laughs) No commas, no full stops, no nothing. Uh, From Mr. Troy. I love supporting the Mariners. Lived on the Central Coast my entire life. But I'm very disappointed in the home game attendances. Thank God we have the Mariners Medical Centre, or our beautiful club would already be dissolved. What? (laughs) What? Did you see what I replied? No. You could say it's on life support. Oh, get out. <laughs> All right. And the last one here is from Maddie. Band needs to move back to the Yellow Army. Great music and great atmosphere, but would be so much better with a chant, Go Mariners. No, if you want to have the band back in the bay, come and stand in the bay and listen to a guy blow a trumpet in your ear for 90 minutes. You will not like them after that. Hang on, let me think about that. Uh, no. Nothing against the band. I like where they are now. It suits suits them where they are now and have two separate spaces for the active and the and the band, but it just didn't work when they were two of us were trying to trying to coexist and it just didn't yeah. work. Nothing wrong with Darren or the band. It's just the way it is. I don't know, we just did a depressing session about The active, yeah. The active bay, but it is what it is. Mm. That's both. Don't get it on you. <laughs> Take a photo of that right now and put it on the podcast page. Hey guys, we uh, we just found Morrow's shin pads he's putting on. We're going to take a photo of them and upload them. They're prosthetic legs. I think Stormy needs some. You got that, Luke? Yeah, up, up, upload that. That's, that's amazing. They're the most terrific shin pads I've ever seen in my life. Josh, check this out. That's ridiculous. Were they right. made in 1903? 